If you have a Shopify store, you need to be backing up your data and website every day. Your business depends on it. And while Shopify backs up their platform, they don't back up your store. That's where Rewind comes in. Their Shopify app makes it easy to start backing up your entire Shopify store automatically every single day. Start using Rewind today and get peace of mind that your Shopify data is safe and sound. Try Rewind for free at Rewind.com. I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Friday, December 17th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Well, so Jay, I'm, I'm in Montreal, Quebec right now. I, I thought I'd plan a nice little vacation, and so I came out here, and right when I landed, it was announced that the Premier, Francois Legault, was making an announcement at 6 p.m. over new measures in the fight against the Omicron. And what uh, does those impact you? Well, we're going to find out at 6 p.m. But you know, if, <laughs> if judging if judging from last COVID efforts, COVID fighting efforts in Quebec, it could be it could range from a curfew to you know limited capacity at the Bell Center. Who knows? And so it's it's exciting. Well, exciting is one word for it. Well, I think you know that I am headed out of town against all uh, government warnings. So yeah, we're heading out on Saturday. So yeah, we're both in this together, I guess. But we'll see. When we come back from this, we'll all see how we fare. Well, Jay, I like that you just announced that you're openly flouting the advisory given by our Minister of Health. But I appreciate the honesty and we wish you best of luck on your travels. I think it's like you earned it. You deserve a vacation. So I'm, I'm very supportive of you going away. Aside from my earning a vacation, Brett, what do we have for Peak Pals? For our first story, Netflix tax. For our second story, streaming wars. And for our third story, Reddit is going public. Heavy Netflix episodes. For our first story, the U.S. is prepared to take retaliatory action if Canada moves forward with the digital services tax. Dun, dun, dun. Brett, tell the Peak Pals about the digital services tax and how it will most likely impact them. Introduced in April, the digital services tax applies to companies that operate in Canada, digital companies. Plans for the tax will stay put until the global minimum corporate tax rate of 15% officially kicks in, which the G20 tax agreement would override. Really, the point of this tax is to make sure that foreign or Canadian tech companies are paying their fair share. The digital services tax could kick in as early as January 1st, 2022, given that we haven't heard yet when the 15% minimum corporate tax hike will go into effect. And that means you'll pay more for services like Spotify, Netflix, and all of your other favorite digital services. And the U.S. is opposed to the taxes because they would largely affect American companies, although it would also apply to Canadian companies. Now, other countries like those in Europe have proposed similar digital taxes, and the U.S. has threatened tariffs until those taxes are dropped. This is always a risk with this tax, but it never seemed to phase the Trudeau government when they were developing the policy. So, Brett, why should Peak Pals care about the U.S.'s threats? I think it's so ironic because you hear every day about how the U.S. Congress is trying to rein in big tech and then abroad they're fighting for them. And so it's just it's interesting to see beyond the fact that the U.S. is now technically fighting to keep your streaming services 15 percent cheaper, which thanks Joe Biden, Prime Minister Trudeau could use the digital services tax to negotiate other trade disputes between the U.S. and Canada, including with software lumber and the EV tax credit. So this might all be one big negotiating tactic. Oh, this is so fun. Although my my eight-year-old calls President Biden Joey B. And if we call him Joey B, he's going to seem a lot less threatening to Canadian taxes. Well, you won't get this reference, Jay, but you can also call him Joe Byron. What would you tell Joe Byron? <laughs> For our second story, Netflix cut its prices in India, its largest non-U.S. market, by 60% in a bid to attract more users. Jay, how's Netflix doing in international markets outside of Canada? Well, Brett, not that great. 
Currently, Disney and Amazon both have more subscribers in India than Netflix does, and all three streaming platforms are vying for a piece of India's market, one of the largest foreign markets, obviously. And they've all been jockeying to pick up some of the most popular Indian content, like Indian Premier League cricket, which I know is your personal favorite. But Brett, here's the problem. In India, Netflix plans now range from about two bucks to about eight fifty a month. At the same time, Amazon plans to increase some of its rates in the country. And Netflix isn't just competing with Disney and Amazon in India, but also India's own streaming services that are much cheaper. What leads us to the really big problem for Netflix is that their expansion to global markets is due to their saturation in Western ones. As Netflix becomes more ubiquitous in North America and Europe, they're going to have to grow elsewhere to satisfy investors. But these markets that they're looking to grow in, they're pretty low revenue. So they need to have quite a bit of scale in order to, to generate some meaningful revenue. So Jay, why should Peak Pals care about Netflix's global expansion? Well, because it's probably a good thing for us. With international content like Squid Games and Narcos seeing success in the West, Netflix and all the streaming platforms are going to have to invest heavily in global content to stay relevant in their respective markets, and we'll be on the couch enjoying all that. The Peak Daily is brought to you by our title sponsor, TELUS. TELUS is proud of their leadership to bring connectivity to as many Canadians as possible. TELUS also believes we must work urgently and collaboratively to ensure that 100% of Canadians and Indigenous peoples living in Canada, including rural Canadian and Indigenous communities, can get access to reliable, high-speed broadband networks and connectivity by 2025. Read about the rural communities TELUS has connected at telus.com slash connectingcanada. For our last story, Reddit filed to go public yesterday. Brett, I'm a bit surprised Reddit hasn't already gone public. It feels like they've been around, like, literally since you've been in high school. What do they have going on? Oh, no, I was big on the precursor to Reddit when I was in high school, Jay. It's called dig.com. It's no longer around, but it was a great service. Reddit began thinking about going public earlier in the year. In March, Reddit hired its first CFO and advisors in September to lay the groundwork for a public offering. Reddit is going to be valued at around $10 billion after raising a $700 million round. And to give you a sense of scale, Reddit has over 52 million daily users and over 100,000 subforums. ADUs. That's what it's all about. And it's actually a great business. Through primarily ad revenue, Reddit is expected to generate over a billion dollars in 2023. We don't know the details of the IPO yet, like the price range or number of shares Reddit plans to list, but Reddit did say it will use the funding to grow its team and improve the product so that it can reach more and more and more people. So Brett, why should people care about Reddit's public listing? Well, I think what's pretty impressive about Reddit is that they've stayed out of the limelight. While Facebook, Twitter, uh, Google all receive public scrutiny, Reddit seems to be kind of the good social network. And so their listing does kind of show you that you can be a profitable social network while at least trying to look out for the public interest. So it could be a lesson for other platforms as well. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. As always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, here's to safe travel all around. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> 